Well, hello, everyone. This is uh, Charles Furlow, and uh, you're listening to PTP Podcast. Today, we're talking about success in a challenging market with Jesse Durham, uh, who is our reigning rookie of the year. Uh, Jesse clearly had a great year last year, uh, but is, he's continuing to grow that business really at an unbelievable rate, uh, even in these challenging times. So let's talk to Jesse. So thanks for joining us, Jesse. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am uh, absolutely glad to have you. So why don't you get us started? Tell us a little bit about yourself, a uh, little background, where, where you're at now, where you're working, a little bit about your company. Yeah, so like you said, I'm Jesse Durham. We're originally from the Detroit area. We moved down here uh, to Fort Worth, Texas. That's like the northeast corner. Uh, about three years ago, I was a, a realtor and a firefighter trying to you know put jobs together make a full-time job and I actually we used pillar to post up there so I was a little familiar with them and uh, we kind of just needed to move get better weather all that kind of stuff and uh, we knew you can't piece jobs together anymore so we wanted to hit the ground running and take all that PTP offers and and really see what we can run with so when did you start the business um, September of 2019 is when our contract date is uh, Texas has some interesting licensing stuff. So we launched in February of 2020, which as people around here, they know that is Snowmageddon. That is when Texas had snow, which it doesn't sound like a big deal, but snow in Texas shouldn't be in the same sentence. So fe February you had, <laughs> you, you had Snowmageddon and, uh, and then a month later, a month and a half later, you had COVID. It was an interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tough time to just get started, but uh, all right. So let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, you know, as the reigning rookie of the year, you obviously had a great year last year. You made some great contributions to the system, uh, but this year you are your business is up sixty eight percent in inspections and ninety nine percent in sales, and that includes an eighteen percent increase and average job size. So I'll repeat that real quick. Up, This is year to date uh, over last year, up 68% in inspections, 99% in sales, and 18% in average job size. And this is a challenging market, like I said. What are you doing to keep growing at such a pace? Yeah, that's not that triple digit that we were looking. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 99, <laughs> 99 still, still all right. Uh, the biggest thing is, so going in, we knew that Pillar to Post had a lot to offer. So that was, we kind of wanted to take that and run with it. And everybody you talk to is always going to say, follow the plan. And that's really true. That's exactly what you do. But the plan is the start. That gets you out there. Um, real estate markets, they vary a little bit, but you take that plan and you run with it. So when you get to the end, you go back to the beginning and you restart, you like rinse, lather, repeat. Right. Um, but on top of that, the biggest thing you need to do is be consistent with your marketing. So it's not, I did one office. I did one open house. I go back to one office and one cold call. It's, you know, you, you do the plan, you do it really good. You do it a lot and you be consistent. Uh, that's one of the big things that people need to see is you're not here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. I had a conversation with uh, a franchise business owner a year or so ago. Uh, and they had, they had a tremendous, tremendous start. And I, I said, what, what did you do? Like, what was the, what was the trick? He said, well, I did exactly what they told me. I just did three times as much of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, 
that that makes sense. So uh, I, I talk about this all the time. Uh, uh, you and I have talked about this over time uh, uh, about the three things. You know, the three things being delivering a, a fantastic, standout, differentiated brand experience. Not just doing a good job, but but the overall experience. Number two is marketing, marketing, marketing. Number three is capacity and having the capacity to do the inspections when the customer or the realtor wants them. Uh, so just starting with that first one, uh, brand experience, uh, what what role has it played for you, whether it be in pleasing customers, impressing realtors and marketing, uh, in training of your people, you've got two full-time inspectors plus yourself now. Uh, what what role does that brand experience play for you? So I think uh, we've struggled with capacity. So I think the brand experience is what's most important for us. Um, and it's it's kind of the same thing as consistency. So it's, you know, everybody gets the, the 360 tour. Um, so when they're like, hey, did you see the agent calls, let's just say, and they're like, hey, when we were here, or I'm going to go show them this, they can go back to that 360 tour, no matter what, whether they got the plus or the premium, the agent doesn't, they just need to know it's there, it exists. Um, the other big thing that we do is leverage all of our partnerships. And there's, there's kind of two different partnerships that this comes from. We have a lot of partnerships like Punchlist and DocuSketch and stuff like that. Um, we've been able to leverage Punchlist a lot. Um, but then the other one, is the partnerships with other franchise business owners. And that could be uh, local or across the country. You maybe call a Canadian. I, <laughs> I don't know. I think whoever you call, they're always going to help. Um, we're all going through the same thing at the same time. So it's being able to call those, uh, those other franchise business owners and, and get the help um, to bring back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I think it was, I think I, actually you and I were talking about this the other day about, the difference between doing a good job and delivering a fantastic standout differentiated brand experience. Um, what, what do you think those differences are? And, and I think one of the things that I pointed out was I know you can talk to the average run of the mill home inspector out there uh, here in Raleigh, North Carolina, let's say, and say, you know, what is a good job? And they would say, to do a great home inspection and you know write a really good report that people can understand. And that would probably be the end of the description. What what does brand experience look like for you? So it starts at the second they call. Um, as soon as they call, then you need to have the, like it needs to be friendly. You need to have the capacity there. So it's probably gonna be consistent across the country, but for us, they're going to say, I need you there. I want you there uh, tomorrow or, the, you know, not next week. Um, and it's going to be getting them booked in soon, doing the same thing time after time so they know what they can expect um, and making it as easy as they can for all parties involved. Uh, one thing I always try and tell everybody is inspections just by nature, they sound scary. We're actually the easiest part of the transaction. Uh, I think, you know, getting a, getting a mortgage is tough. Going through all that's tough. We need to be the, the friendly, upbeat, standout, differentiated ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of different ways of doing that. You talked about the technology and the partners and the, all of that, but it, it runs the gamut. Okay. Uh, so that's important. Uh, the, the next one, and I know you are really active on a lot of fronts here, but, uh, 
I always like to say uh, that a, a brand experience doesn't do you much good if nobody knows about it. Uh, and, and that's what I mean by that is you, you got to tell people and, and in a way that's what marketing is, is telling people about the brand experience that you deliver. So I, I know you're doing a lot of marketing. Uh, you, you do some social media. Uh, just what role is that marketing playing? What does it look like for you? What what are you doing that seems to really be working? What What are the keys to marketing success in your world? So we have a couple a couple different avenues. Uh, we have new agents who don't use us, and then we also market to the agents who do use us. Um, for the ones that do use us, that look that's more like uh, following up, contacting them regularly, just making sure that they're okay on like a, a human to human level, not necessarily business owner to business owner or anything like that. Um, for the new realtors that we're trying to get, we have the most luck. Uh, I think in order it would go open house, office visit, and social media. I think all three are extremely important. Um, open houses are typically the newer agent, not always, but typically like newer agents looking to get out, uh, get their first couple deals done. Those are more one-on-one, -on -one, super personable. That's what wins them over. Uh, going to their office and like, hey, we're here too. Sponsorships and stuff like that are very important. And social media definitely helps. Uh, I feel like that might be the, it might be looked as like the easy way out. Um, it's important, but it's not necessarily the, the first step and it can't be the only step. It does need to be a step, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it seems like everybody I talk to who's active on uh, social media says that. Uh, it, it can't be your marketing. It, it is just another piece of it. Um, so you you said uh, open houses, office visits, and social media. Um, is what role? You know, we always talk in in marketing. We always talk about reach and frequency. So reach is how many people, how far and wide you're 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 uh, marketing to. Frequency is how many times. So when you just talked about all three of those being so important. Uh, frequency is the thing that came to mind. So what do you think about those two? Uh, is it the more realtors you see, the better? Or is it see a lot of realtors, but see them over and over and have them see you more importantly? I think uh, it, it's kind of a tie because they do need to see me a lot, but they need to see me uh, as me walking in, giving them a donut box or snacks, or we'll take... Uh, I've taken coffee just into open houses and it kind of blows their mind. Cause they're like, you got me coffee. I'm like it's cold out. You need a coffee. Uh, if on social media, they can see you a hundred times, but they might see you as more of a commercial, um, which is fine once they know you, uh, but they need to see, you know, you then like you and trust you. Trust you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think, I think I've heard that before. You should trademark that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, no, that's great. Uh, so, uh, it, as you said, uh, well, as we've been talking about, there's those three things, uh, the brand experience, the marketing and the, and the capacity, and we're going to get to capacity in just a second. Uh, when you look at this kind of crazy growth that you've go got going in spite of a challenging market, 68% uh, inspection growth year over year, 23 versus 22. Uh, and 22 was a pretty darn good year for you. Uh, what what role 
how important is the marketing in that mix? Uh, marketing is a huge role. It's it's another full-time job. Um, in the beginning, it was really easy to go, okay, we're getting busy. Let's uh, let's lay off the open houses. And then and you're kind of like riding this roller coaster of ups and downs, and that's not going to get you anywhere but stressed. Uh, you have to market. I always look at it as you got like, you have a couple different avenues. You're a business owner, you're an inspector, and you're also a marketing uh, professional. Is <laughs> there you go. Uh, And you can't, you can't do, you have to do a hundred percent of all of them. You can't do 33 and 33 or anything like that. Uh, marketing is a full-time job. And if you do it right, it's a fun job. And it's an effective job, right? It's, it, it's a, yeah. it's a necessity uh, to, to a growing business. So let, let's jump over to uh, capacity now. Um, so in addition to you, which you still do inspections, uh, you, you now have two full-time employee inspectors. Uh, so we talked about the importance of capacity and being able to do the inspections when the customer or the realtor wants them. But what are your thoughts about capacity? What role has that played? You said a few minutes ago that uh, if there's a place that you've struggled, that's been it. Why don't you elaborate on that a little bit and uh, how important you think it is now? Yeah, I think uh, looking back, so actually, I tell people this all the time, but in our uh, startup calls, when I was talking with Brenda, I was taking notes, and I still have those notes available, and it said, don't hire too late, and I underlined it, and we hired too late, <laughs> and uh, it, that was that was our biggest struggle, because a lot of realtors, when they call, you, it doesn't matter, you can have a seven-day option period, they want you there on day one, um, and I get it, and you kind of should, maybe, you know, day one, two, or three, um, and the other aspect is from a business owning standpoint, you're you're paying somebody, you're feeding their family. Like that's a huge decision, um, but it's it's an awesome decision. You know, it's awesome to to be able to do that as well. Uh, we struggled because I was like, you know, I can do inspections, I can do I can do Saturday, I can do Sunday, I can do three today. Um, you can't. You can once. <laughs> yeah. uh, it becomes too much. The so capacity is extremely important. Um, you'll you know it's better to have too much than not enough yeah so um that's absolutely true and 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 the other like when you said uh, uh you you hired too late uh that is probably because you continue with the brand experience you were marketing like crazy but then you were losing inspections even whether you knew it or not because you didn't have the capacity to do those inspections in that day one, two, or three, or whatever they were asking for. Uh, but I'm also interested to know um, capacity for, for the business owner, if that business owner is the marketer, uh, the capacity also plays a role in your ability to keep marketing, even when you get busy with inspections. The other thing, and I think you and I talked about this the other day was, the role it also plays in, in lifestyle. So speak to those two, if you will, the, the, the role of Mark, or I'm sorry, the role of capacity in marketing and the role of having employees and therefore capacity in your lifestyle. Yeah, I think we've all ran into this before. Um, and capacity in marketing is marketing, I think is the easiest one to kind of brush off and, and I'll do it next week kind of thing. Uh, 
Um, and when we were talking before, the, you pulled out the numbers and it's super eye-opening. When you don't have the capacity to market, uh, it ends up being you don't have the capacity to do the inspections or anything. I actually wrote it down. With a $600 AJS, if you turn down one inspection from that realtor and without the capacity, they're not coming back to you. That was uh, $3,600 a year because you don't have the capacity for one one person. And obviously that can change, but on average, the realtor is selling six homes a year. Uh, that's a lot, all because you're trying to you know do too much. Right. Uh, and then on the inspection side, it's the same. If you don't have the capacity to do them, uh, it can also start affecting the quality. And I think we've seen that a little bit in our business as well, where we're like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. And I show up, uh, I'm changing in a parking lot to put dress pants on to walk in. And they're like, you just came from an inspection. Or when we have a call and I'm being drove by our employee because I'm running 15 minutes behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of that. So how about lifestyle? Uh, just, uh, I mean, there's lifestyle during the day at work, but how about the rest of your life? It can take a toll on your after work too. And one of the big things we looked into, uh, even when becoming a business owner is you, you look at it from the outside looking in and you're like, Oh, it's, I'm going to have all this time to do whatever I need. Marketing is, it is a full-time job with all of those. So even before having the capacity to do all this, we've had plenty of 10, 11 o'clock, you know, trying to finish up. Google ads or whatever we're trying to do uh, late at night. And uh, it kind of, it makes a full loop and, and affects everything. So having the capacity to hit all three of those avenues at once is extremely important. Yeah. I think you uh, mentioned that last time too, that uh, uh, being a really busy uh, full-time full-fledged single inspector, uh, that is not a very flexible life, right? It's not. It, it, it makes it hard to, do things it certainly makes it hard to market but it even makes it hard to go on vacation uh, or or to take a day off so you know what i told uh somebody recently they they were looking to hire and i was like well the cool thing is right now as a single operator you can work whatever 80 hours a week you want and they, <laughs> they didn't find it as funny as i did but <laughs> that, uh, that's what it comes down to is you're doing too many full-time jobs yeah that's probably true all right. Um, well, you know what? Um, as we move to wrap up here, um, I'm just thinking, uh, knowing that we've got people listening and watching that, uh, uh they, they do want to grow their business. Uh, they, they want to get on that path, even if they're not, uh, increasing their sales 99% in a year. Uh, they want they want real growth. They want sustained growth, uh, and they want to keep it going moving forward. And they also want to improve their their lifestyle. So, what advice would you give them? You've only been in the business what uh, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. uh, so after two and a half years and knowing the ride that you've been on so far, what what advice would you give anyone listening? So markets are always going to go up and down. You can't wait for it to be high to jump in or wait for it to be low to jump in. There's people that make careers out of trying to follow that. Um, so don't don't let the news get you down or don't do any of that. And the biggest thing is you have to be consistent and not make excuses. Excuses don't get anybody anywhere. Uh, like, ah, oh, well, it's pretty cloudy today. Maybe we'll go to offices tomorrow. Like, 
homes sell in in all four seasons they sell when it rains um, so it's don't make excuses and you just have to follow your path like you know rinse lather repeat follow your path keep going and don't give up well that's uh good advice it it uh does remind me that uh i think you said this last time we talked that uh you can't be successful just thinking about it actually I called Jefferson after this. I said, you can't be successful sitting behind your desk. And he said, you did not tell Charles that. I'm like, he was sitting behind his desk, <laughs> but that's not what I meant. <laughs> you can you can get a lot done sitting behind a desk, but probably like, not if you're a franchise business owner. Yeah, I was like, I should have worded that different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, you know I, what I meant, but no, that's it, exactly it. That's right. And, and, and what you said to me that day was, uh, you know, you, you, you can't, uh, you're not going to be successful just thinking about it or just sitting behind the desk at your next line was you, you have to get out there and do it. Mm. You got to shake hands, meet people. Right. Right. Interesting. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this brings us to the end of, of this podcast. And thank you, Jesse, uh, for joining us today. I appreciate you sharing what's going on in your world and how you're succeeding regardless uh, of the circumstances that we're out there working in today. To all of our listeners uh, and those watching on video, if you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, please reach out to alicia.sumar a-l-i-s-h-a dot s-u-m-a-r at pillar to post.com or you can just reach out to your regional director and and tell them hey i've got a good idea a useful thing something that i think people want to hear uh for a great podcast so thank you to everyone for listening today and have a great rest of your day